0: the new am 740
1: the world doesn't need another sports show it needs an awesome sports show you're listening to the naz and wally sports hour on zoomer radio good morning naz good morning wally neil the boys are back let's talk sports
2: Good morning, and welcome to the Naz and Wally Sports Hour. We are live from Liberty Village in downtown Toronto. I'm your host, Walter Rigobon. As usual, with me in studio, my co-host, Naz Marchese. Good morning, Good Naz. morning, how are, you? how are you? I'm doing great. we got a full house in here this morning. We sure so do. It's just we got a lot of Italian testosterone in the studio this morning. <laughs> so uh, let, me, let me introduce all of our special guests this morning. They're, we're thrilled to have them in studio. Uh, of course, we've talked... In, talked to them on the show before. Uh, we have Canadian Soccer Hall of Famers and uh, former members of the Canadian National Soccer Team, Carmine Marcantonio and Roberto Iarushi. Good morning, gentlemen.
3: Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, morning to Good morning, all uh, your spectre, I mean, uh, audience.
2: And uh, I'm also thrilled, I'm absolutely thrilled uh, to uh, to announce to our listeners that sitting right next to me, to my left is, I consider him uh, one of my soccer heroes.
4: <laughs> Thank you.
2: <laughs> he is uh, one of Italy's greatest footballers of all time, a Juventus legend, a Nazionale legend, a Azzurri legend, of course, I'm talking about the incomparable Roberto Beg- Be- Betiga. Roberto Benvenuto.
4: Grazie. Good morning to everyone, especially who is in love with soccer like me.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's it's certainly, I know for Naz and I, uh, it's an absolute thrill uh, to have you join us. Uh, We were just talking just before we went on air about the 1978 World Cup. And hopefully during the course of this hour, uh, we'll get an opportunity to talk about that. I
4: I feel so old. (laughs) uh, Let's talk about the last World Cup. We'll we'll Uh, talk about that too. I understand the last World Cup Italy was not there.
2: And we we want to talk about that. And we want to get your impressions about that. Uh, Certainly, uh, and I know uh, you were one of the greats in the 1970s. 1970s in, in Italian soccer, Juventus and uh, and the Azzuti, of course. So hopefully we'll get an opportunity hey, to talk about that don't and the, the, bl- the blizzard. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, thanks for reminding yeah. me because those were those were great days as well. And uh, uh, but uh, you know we're, we'll talk a little bit about the past. We do that on the show, but we also like to talk about the present sure. and 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 the future for that matter as well. And uh, there's a great soccer tournament that all three you, of you gentlemen have been involved with. All party, all part of the organizing committee. It's the Toronto Vaughn Under 17 International Soccer Tournament. Uh, it started yesterday, and uh, uh, I must admit, guys. Some fantastic soccer um, yesterday. TFC, their academy team under seventeen, uh, played Peel Halton, won that game, and the New York Nine Selects beat the Juventus hmm. under seventeens in a, in a thrilling game. Uh, I'll turn it over to to Bob and kind Carmen. Of Tell us how you got the idea for this tournament and. Uh, and uh, tell us uh, your your uh, reflections
3: on uh, on yesterday's yeah, games. Yeah, I'll be quick, then uh, Robbie could jump in. Uh, first of all, this tournament was a product of uh, Mr. Bittaker. You wanted to. Because of his past between Toronto and Torino and the Juventus and the Blizzards, as we said, he wanted to create something magic for football lovers uh, that in- involved the Canadian youth, the best youth Canadian uh, Canada has to offer. And uh, Juventus is one of the best in Europe. And so that's why we came up with this idea to have uh, this tournament. First edition was last year, won by the Toronto... Uh, Toronto FC, as we know, in the final against Juventus. Uh, close games, even those uh, of last year. I thought last night games were fantastic. They were well played. There was a uh, York uh, University line, formerly Pan American uh, Stadium, beautiful venue. And uh, as you said, uh, there was an upset, so-called upset, because uh, York Region, the select beat uh, Juventus. Mind you, Juventus, they just gathered for preseason. This, that was their first uh, f- official game. But I tell you, I've seen so much talent in the York 9, uh, under-17, that uh, surprised me pleasantly. And, uh, and they, I thought they deserved the win. Uh, Robert, you're the
2: chairman of Toronto Azzurri. Uh, and, you know, I, I want to announce to our listeners uh, Toronto Azzurri has been very, very prominent in Toronto minor soccer. In fact, the, uh, the President of the Ontario Soccer Association gave your club yesterday a plaque commemorating the 50th anniversary of, of Toronto Azzurri. And, uh, you know, you're, you've been very involved in this tournament. Uh, uh, tell us how, what this tournament means to you and uh, your impressions of, of, uh, of the games yesterday.
5: Well, I mean 50 years Toronto Zuri, uh The name Toronto Azure was the ma- the senior expression of the Westwood Young Generation Soccer Club founded in 1968 50 years ago. Carmen and I were were young uh, uh, you know players 15 14 13 years old, you know uh, s- loving the game through wonderful people that were our mentors as coaches, these uh, gentlemen and I there's too many to to mention so I won't go there. But uh the, the, the founders were Sam Ciccolini uh, from Master's Insurance and Aldo Principe, Joe Vacari, Nino and Carmen Di Nino, uh, Nino Sinicroppi, These guys, he, they put together the club. Uh, and it was uh, founded at the uh, YMCA and Robina Avenue uh, right across from Oakwood Collegiate. So right in the heart of the city, heart of Sinclair, the Italian community, and these gentlemen, uh, you know, believed in uh, in uh, in the game of soccer, the he- the healthy state of young Young boys playing soccer instead of, you know, doing silly things in their spare time, and and this is what the Toronto Jury is doing today, at our uh, at our Toronto Jury Youth Sport Village at four nine nine five Keele Street. The 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 Jury of 50 years ago uh, put our uh, put our efforts together and built a community clubhouse on city land. It's uh, six thousand square feet. And uh, we run programming for at at risk children. Well, for for all youth, really, not just at risk. But we fo- we 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 uh, focus on at risk and special needs. So this tournament here represents uh, for Carmen and I and the rest of the membership of the Toronto jury uh, something that we're giving back. Uh, we believe in the game. We believe in youth. Under seventeen is the golden age of development, and. Uh, Carmen and I would, would both remember when we played international games at young ages. Carmen represented Canada many times. I was young enough to play against the Glasgow uh, Young Boys. I remember mm. that moment like it was yesterday at Pine Point Arena. So I know how special it is for the boys from Peel Halton and the boys from uh, you know York 9 to, uh, to play against you know, Juventus, to play against an, in an international tournament. And people should come out and see it because it's, uh, it's exhilarating. It's great soccer. Both games were fabulous yesterday. So I urge those people on Monday. Uh, Six o'clock is the consolation uh, final featuring uh, Peel Halton versus Juventus, and then at uh, at eight fifteen, there's the, uh, the the final between uh, two local groups: the TFC Academy team versus uh, versus the York Nine uh, uh, regional selects. And New York Nine is going to st- play in the Premier canadian soccer league next year uh, a new adventure for professional soccer in canada and so we should all be excited about that
6: guys uh, I, I noticed yes, yesterday's game when i was involved in soccer with you guys many years ago and the, the caliber of play has improved so much and i see canada going up the ladder in the future what about, what about you guys
3: yeah, Nats, um, yeah, Actually, I, I, I'm gonna let uh, Roberto answer this because Roberto oh. knows about Canada, Canada, Canadian soccer, because he comes here quite often.
4: Oh, but, you know, uh, first, uh, first of all, I apologize if I make any mistake with my English. No, don't worry <laughs> about you're doing, no, that. You're doing fine. No, but uh, uh, you know, I think that we have something that uh, is the same. Between myself, between Carmen and Bob, and so on, we love soccer. We love what we did. We, like, we love what we could do and what we are trying to do. And I believe that uh, this tournament is something like this because, uh, you know, uh, we are trying to, to, to give to these young boys the same love. Uh, because it's important at the end of the story. Okay, soccer is competition. At the end of the game, at the end of the story. But uh, before the competition, you have to love what you're doing. Because it's not uh, always so easy. And sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. But uh, you, you, you should have uh, you are, your spirit. I, I am a loser today. I will be a winner tomorrow. And uh, promoting soccer here too, it's, it's important. And I am very happy that Juventus at the end is happy to come here. And even if uh, it's during the day preparation, the the starting uh, time for the for the for the season, they are happy to come here. It means that they love the place, they like the, the style of the game, the, the the level of the game, and the people that uh, is here with us. Well,
2: we're, we're talking to uh, Carmen and Marcantonio, Antonio, Roberto Iarushi, and uh, the great uh, Roberto Betiga. Now f- I want to follow up on that, guys. You know, we 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 have a little bit of a connection from our soccer past. We all played for the same youth soccer club, as you called Westwood. Uh, I think you were the Rangers, you were the Hawks, and I was the Olympic. And this was back in the back in the mid seventies. And and I came to watch this tournament last year. I was at the TFC Juventus game last year, and of course I spent I, I spent uh, uh, Naz and I were uh, doing the PA system for the games yesterday afternoon. And correct me if I'm wrong, and I know you guys, you guys were stars, no question, you know, uh, professional soccer players, um, I didn't get to that level, Um, but I I just see that Canadian soccer, based on what I've seen in the last year, may be on the threshold of moving to a different level. I know you guys, you, you two guys are obviously ahead of your class but I, I I see a lot of skill out there. i I see that soccer in Canada is developing young soccer players at a much much greater amount and they seem so much more skilled and proficient, maybe not as skilled as you two guys. but in 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 a depth wise. It seems like we're about to move to the next stage. Am I seeing something there? No, no, no that's. A I good want you point. to comment on I,
3: that. I will comment on that because that's a well taken point, Walter. That uh, you, you, you are st- uh, studious of the game, and you know the game. You played the game, so you saw it. Uh, last year, when you saw it this year. I must say to the listeners that uh, last year we had the captain of Juventus, Niccolo Fagioli, that uh, was one of these boys that was just playing last year. And uh, guess what? This year he's, he joined the first team on tour in the USA uh, and he's uh, training alongside Ronaldo. And I believe a lot of these. Uh, youth, uh, young boys of Juventus, some of them will end up playing for the first team like uh, Mr. Betega did. He, he went through the whole youth system of Juventus to become one of its stars. It, that could be Nicolò Fagioli in a few years. It could be one of these. But now, York Region... Selects beat Juventus. And I thought it was, uh, like I said, it was a hard fought game. It, was, it could have gone either way, but I saw number 11, I forgot his name, number seven. There's two or three that impressed me. They were strong uh, physically. We know Canadians always been strong physically, and we weren't second to none against the European when, when we played in the past. But now we, we, we're improving tactically and technically. Because of the TFC, because of the Vancouver Whitecaps, because of uh, Montreal Impact, next year we're gonna have a professional team and, uh, and a Canadian professional team, and that's uh, that's why we have Serie. Yeah, that's how Juventus improve players because they're, 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 they're coached by pro- in a professional system, and it's happened in Canada. It's guys, uh, guys,
6: you know what I noticed is the coaching staffs of. Toronto FC and uh, York Region, they have p- former players coming back into the system. That must help a lot. That's, right?
3: w- that's the key, I think. Robbie and I yet to go on because there was a void when we retired after the NSL. He had to go sell beer and <laughs> I'm in the yeah. insurance it's, it's, business. I didn't do so no. bad. Yeah, no. He did pretty good. <laughs> no, but, but just to say we would have stayed in the game like uh, Roberto stayed yeah. in the game because of the system. Now people the opportunities that, didn't exist. Yeah,
5: that time, but, but know, at that time. you Look at the new phenomenon, what Walter. Yes. What we didn't have, and and it started in the '90s with the marketing of the uh, Premiership, that that kicked into Champions League, and then yeah. the ex- explosion of the various communication. Tangents that we have now. These kids are bombarded with so, uh, with highlights and and Ronaldo image and Messi image and 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 it's infectious. Of and course. so then you put them in an atmosphere that allows them to grow, uh, like uh, like York Nine will do with their youth. And Peel Halton put their team together over the last ten weeks and they put on a great show. Oh. Could easily have beaten TFC yesterday. Yes, absolutely. And, so. and uh, both of these regions and uh, you know North. New York Nine specifically because they're a professional team now, Um, you know they're on their way to create what we hope to be talent, you know talented young players who play at a high level. No question, we've got to go to break now before
2: we like I'm, I'm, you know we have the World Cup coming to Canada yes in 2026, and you know we've got one of the top 17 year old uh, hockey. (laughs) I got to get that out Mm -hmm. of. We've got one of those. Top 17-year-old footballers in the world in Alfonso Davies. Bayern Munich just paid yeah. 20 million euros for him. Um, next uh, next three or four years, five years, is going to be very exciting for Canadian soccer. Certainly, so. certainly will be. Anyways, we've got to go to break. Just want to let our listeners know. In studio today, Roberto Iarushi, Carmen Marcantonio, and, of course, the incomparable Roberto Betiga will be back. And uh, shortly after the midpoint of the show, we'll be talking to TFC president, Bill Manning will be back shortly.
7: It was a rainy day in Pizzaville when I realised there comes a time when one must ask the question Who am I? Sure, I'm known for my suave, silky voice, my leading man good looks, especially now that the rash on my forehead has cleared up. But who are my ancestors? The people who made me, me. I had my DNA tested, and as it turns out, I'm 73% Italian. No wonder I had chest hair in grade two. It all makes sense now. The first words I spoke were with my hands. That's why I love Pizzaville stone-baked pizza. It's as Italian as the country I'm from. I've decided to visit the old country and explore my Italian roots. You can come too. Now, where'd I put my tight pants? Stay tuned for my Italian trip home. Pizzaville Stone-Baked Pizza
0: fiercely Canadian, authentically Italian.
6: There's an old saying, entrepreneurship doesn't build character, it reveals character. Entrepreneurs learn to trust a person by trusting people. The law firm, Rigabon Carly, understands this. They know all about entrepreneurs because they work for them. Every day, they've earned their trust. They know that when it comes to meeting the legal and business needs of entrepreneurs, good enough, is not enough. Rigobon Carly, the intelligent choice.
8: Experience the difference
1: that makes Alta
8: Infinity the captain's
1: choice. They never argue sports, they just explain while they're always correct. The boys are back. The Naz and Wally Sports Hour on Zuma Radio. Good morning, and welcome
2: back to the Naz and Wally Sports Hour. We're live from Liberty Village on the new AM740. If you're listening in downtown Toronto, we're on 96.7 FM. Live video streaming on www.zoomerradio.ca. In studio this morning, Roberto Iarushi, Carmen Marcantonio, and Roberto Bettiga. Roberto, just before we went to, went to break, you wanted to make a point. Yeah,
4: because I have a surprise. Okay. We're... No, the surprise is related to what Carmen and Bob were saying uh, about the players uh, playing in this tournament and uh, be able to get the first team. I think that uh, Toronto Zuri should have a wall of fame related to all the guys playing the, the tournament and going in first division. I mean, Italian, no. And here I have the Fagioli T-shirt of the first game that he played with Juventus. Wow, wow. Signed from Fagioli. Mm-hmm. And uh, I am giving this one to Carmine and Bob. So, they. Like, they could make uh, the wall of fame about the tournament.
2: That is perfect. Well, that's I mean, that, that's, that's, a, that's I mean, No, this is a Anyways, surprise. I just want to. This know, is a surprise, a, a surprise to me because uh, with <laughs> if, you're, if you're watching on www. I'm actually showing it up on camera right now. So. Yeah. Uh, uh, no. that's uh, that's absolutely wonderful this is the and
4: it's not related just to Juventus it's related yeah. to anyone uh, well this is going to be a hang
3: on
5: the Toronto uh, Zoo is going to wall yeah, it's yeah, going to yeah, be yeah. Bobby's going to take no, it No, because uh, this this shirt Roberto and you're right this is representative of the the work that we all dream to do and giving back to the sport after our careers and we were, you know, and proud, just, enough, proud enough and, and lucky enough to see young Fagioli here uh, playing for Juventus in this international tournament. And we're, we're hoping the same thing will happen to Canadian boys who also... Yeah, of uh, course, but it's, it's a
4: sign of the quality of the tournament. It is, yeah. At the end of the story, I hope that maybe 10 years from now, your wall of fame about the tournament yeah. will be full of t-shirt of players uh, playing in first division or day first division. You Roberto, know, I,
2: I have to ask you because, yeah. you know, you've played soccer at the highest, highest levels. You've been one of the greatest soccer players Thank in you. the world during your time. And I'm, I'm not saying that because that's just the truth. You are. You were. Uh, you've seen soccer in every country in the world. You've yeah. seen every development program in the world. Uh, you've played in Toronto. You've yeah. been part of the Canadian soccer community for a long period of time. Uh, I want to take this opportunity to take advantage of your expertise, and I want your, your reflections and your comments about uh, Canadian soccer today. Because Canadian soccer, you know, internally we've been very critical. And guys, let's be fair, we have. Yeah. Uh, not of the players,
3: not the system. Of
2: the, of the system, of yeah. the program. And I don't want to turn this into a criticism no. uh, of the past or, or, or of anybody uh, because I'm confident about the future. But Roberto, what do you see different about Canadian soccer now, perhaps in its development program, than you saw perhaps when you came to Toronto? Uh,
4: you know, it was 35 years ago, and so uh, something has changed. And, uh, and uh, uh, how to see... Uh, to understand the change uh, is uh, you have to come and watch the, the tournament when uh, the, the Canadian teams are playing against teams like Juventus you know, it, it's a fight it, it wasn't, it's not so easy for Juventus uh, many years ago maybe every game was 5 nothing, 6 nothing uh, for Juventus or Juventus or an European team now it's different but because finally they start from the beginning And when I say the beginning, I I mean uh, eight years old, nine years old, ten years old, like we do in Italy. Like we we were doing in Italy. Because my first day in Juventus, I was nine years old and nine months. And and so I had all the. Don't forget that it seemed very important, the coaches. Because the coaches, they have to teach. They don't have to win the game. They have to teach the players to grow how to grow and to, they had to think about their future, not that game. Absolutely. So it, it, it's, a long, it's, a long, it's something long to explain or, or to put under. But of course, as you were saying, the program is important, but the program should be a Canadian program. Uh, and and then uh, the people that are, will be driving that program, they should follow them.
6: You guys, what, what, what kind of registration numbers do you get now compared to before? Is it a lot more popular in soccer.
3: Well, Bobby uh, could say the the numbers of the Azui because it's close on the operation. But in Canada, we know that uh, football soccer is is part of the participation the kids and girls that play. Approaches 1 million, and, and I think the numbers are up there with the hockey, if not superior to hockey. Yeah, that's as far more, as that's more than hockey. I think what we liked in the past, Nas, was uh, in the development of, of these participants. Uh, as as uh, Roberto Betria said, because of now Canada is becoming more and more prof- having professional teams, finally with a professional league, it's a lot Easier now to develop, and we're seeing it with TFC. We're seeing it with Vancouver with Alfonso Davis, T- TFC with Osorio with with Chapman. The, you know, after ten years, we have our own grown teams playing professionally alongside Bobby and I. I learned the game the skills on my own and with the coaches at youth level. But the development as a professional came playing alongside or against Bete, alongside Osebi, alongside Cloyf. And that's what the Osorio are doing now with Jovinko and Java. So it's a process, and and that's happening slowly. And that's why we see more and more Canadians uh, becoming – Good player, good. You know, O'Sullivan is having an amazing, uh, an amazing season, and uh, that bodes well for the Canadian national program.
2: Gentlemen, uh, as I explained to you earlier, I've got a laundry list of stuff here and we haven't gotten through 10% of it so I'm going to ask uh, with the greatest respect uh, I I want to move on to a different topic Uh, obviously this is our soccer show Uh, I'm I'm a little bit soccered out because I think I watched more soccer yesterday than I have in probably 40 years Uh, saw the uh, uh, Juventus-Cieve Verona game at noon and of course the two games uh, at the York Lions uh, Stadium and uh, also got a bit of the TFC game as a nightcap last night Uh, but there was a, a big big, big event yesterday. Uh, it, it, it's so big that I saw a headline in the Toronto Star this morning that I almost never, never, ever see in the Sunday paper. Ronaldo just can't buy a goal. Uh, and when was the last time the Toronto Star wrote an article about a juventus Kiev, varona goal? So that, that was certainly a, a big event yesterday. Um, uh, I'm going to ask you, Roberto, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo and Juventus, what does that mean for Italian soccer?
4: I care what this means for Juventus.
0: Okay.
4: <laughs> <laughs> no, Fair enough. Okay, no, it's, uh, let's say that uh, is uh, is is good for it uh, for the Italian soccer. Let's say, just an a, a simple example. Maybe it's just an economic. Uh, you know that Italy was in trouble to sell the TV rights uh, around the world, and at the end of the story, the contract is around one billion uh, euro. But if Cristiano Ronaldo was already there probably that money will, could be more and more and more. So it's not, you can say, but you're just thinking about money. Uh, it's not but it means that uh, it's something important because even the competition even the people watching the games uh, it's it's important um, without thinking how important it is for Juventus especially maybe for the Champions League but uh, it's something that uh, don't forget that Ronaldo uh, he he won the last maybe five Champions League or uh, the last uh, Ballon (laughs) d'Or the goal uh, you know, you know it, it's, it's one of the two probably most important players of the world.
2: Oh, absolutely. And uh, just to follow up on, on, on the game yesterday, it's uh, the first game in the Serie A this week. And uh, I promised I promised that I was going to ask one question in Italian. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so this is my opportunity. Allora, ce l'ho scritto prima questa questione. Roberto, bella partita per Juve. Yeri, come l'hai vista questa Juve?
4: Devo rispondere in italiano? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. yeah one.
2: we're going to do no. one question no. and one answer in Italian.
4: No, it's just the question that uh, Juventus is, was strong even without Cristiano Ronaldo. And uh, Juventus has so many different choices from the bench. That uh, uh, Allegri was able to change the style of the game with one change, with two changes. Uh, Cristiano Ronaldo was no more the the, the striker, the centravanti was uh, on the left because Manzukic was there. Uh, Bernardeschi was dif- is different for style of game of of quadrado, uh, and so the, the game of Juventus is changing. But don't forget that Juventus was the winner. Of the last seven leagues, yeah. of the last four Italian cups, the uh, two finals of the Champions League in four years. So it was not a, a, a team uh, was already a great team. Now with Cristiano Ronaldo, the possibility, the possibilities right. <laughs> are more. Are more.
6: Is Buffon missed in, in Juventus? He spent a long
4: time there and. Uh, every time you miss someone, because after 17 years, and then Buffon is Buffon. But I think that the, the why Juventus is strong. Because uh, you, you talk about the, the past, and you talk about so many important players, but he's still Juventus. It means that he's able change and to say we have to forget Buffon, we have to forget Roberto Bettego, we have to forget Paolo Rossi or Del Piero or Zidane but he's still Juventus this is what is important why? because it's the only team in the world I think that is of the same family from 95 years I mean that this is the secret is the continuity of the property we are not the players is that there is someone that is always driving the the company that the team as the same family tell me if there is something else not in soccer in other sports that is like this
2: I want to throw it out to you guys uh, since we're on the topic of Serie A I don't know if you guys are, uh, I I presume in the presence of Roberto, you are Yuve. Uh, no, always. Are you are always. You're not Milan guys? Are you an Inter, a Lazio, Bobby, Napoli, a Roma? My aroma, team, my what team lost
5: at home against Napoli. <laughs> 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 Carlo Ancelotti's debut de back. back in yeah. Serie A, yeah. Yeah. and uh, Napoli had a very big win at the so Olympic you're Stadium. So you're a Lazio guy. I, I was a Lazio fan because my father, when he was young, uh, was a Roma fan, not uh, only in Italy but uh, also in, in Toronto. And sometimes he wanted to go to the games and not take a seven or eight year old with him because he wanted to be with the boys and go to Gatunero and have a, <laughs> a, a drink and, 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 a, and a cigarette. So but so uh, i get mad at my dad. And uh, so you like Roma? Well, I'll take Lazio. Oh, perfect. And then uh, mm-hmm. I met Giorgio Kinaya who was one of the big, you met, you big play, stars you, you of Lazio. Played you you played with Giorgio. You played with Giorgio. So that just solidified, solidified
2: Lazio it. for me. Anyways, gentlemen, it's time for our second break. Uh, this is a Nazimoli Sports Hour. In studio with us this morning, Roberto Iarushi, Carmen Marcantonio, and Roberto Bettiga. We'll be right back after the break with the president of TFC, Bill
7: Manning. It was a rainy day when Pizzaville announced their loyalty programme, but some listeners thought I was saying royalty (coughs) programme. To be clear, Pizzaville cannot get you into the royal family. Stop that. However... After your sixth online order, you'll get a large pizza of your choice free with your seventh order. And that'll make you feel like a king or queen. Oh, boy. Find out more at
0: pizzaville.ca. At Titanium Logistics, we believe that choosing the right shipping company comes down to two issues, price and cost. Most prices are competitive. We'll likely save you money, too. But the cost of choosing the wrong company to service your cross-border freight to and from the U.S. and Mexico can be extraordinary. If it's not where it should be, when it should be, that bargain price, worthless. Titanium Logistics. On time, on budget. Call 905-266-3014. Ask for Blair Downey.
8: Experience the difference that makes Alta Infinity the captain's choice.
1: They're not here to be nice. They're here to be right. The boys are back. The Naz and Wally Sports Hour on Zoomer Radio.
2: Good morning. Welcome back to the Naz and Wally Sports Hour. We are live from Liberty Village in downtown Toronto. We're trying to get Bill Manning on the phone from TFC, but we're having problems connecting this morning. But uh, we have uh, Roberto Iarushi Carmen and Marcantonio and Roberto Betiga, and we were talking about uh, Juventus, Serie A, and uh, and, uh, we know that Juventus has won the the title for the last seven years. Uh, Gentlemen, uh, who's going to be their competition this year?
3: Well, um, <laughs> I, I, I would be saying that it's going to be the same top three. Maybe i going to add, um, well, Roma, Napoli, we know, and Inter is going to be stronger. I feel, this year. Milan, I'm not so sure. Uh, Bittiger follows maybe a lot closer than Robbie and I do. But uh, Juventus is, uh, to my eyes, not because I'm a Juventus fan, but uh, they're still going to maybe make it eighth in a row. Which is quite a feat. I think the, 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 the record, Roberto, was it, eight? eight oh, it was uh, five. Five. Oh, they beat that already. Yeah, five. Already. Oh, they're already there. So they're going to. But they, Juventus got Ronaldo because they want to win championship. But like, like yesterday, they almost, they, you know, they had almost a scare against Kievo. So just because you got Ronaldo, nothing is given in professional football.
6: Italy did not make the uh, World Cup this past year, which hurt all of us, I guess. Um, Are we declining, Roberto, in Italy, the the talent level, or is it uh, just a freak thing that they didn't qualify?
4: I think that Italy could be. Oh, could stay at the World Cup anyway, but of course we have to think uh, to think about uh, and to start. Uh, there is a program, a new program for the from the national team from the federation related to the second teams playing in Serie C, related to the centri federali. I mean, the federation is making some places where call uh, the young boys uh, and try to improve the quality of these young boys of the clubs. Huh? So there is a program, but uh, when you are working about the boys, uh, you have to wait four, five, six years. Second, we don't have to, it's impossible to forget that we have 60-65% of the players in Serie A that are not Italians.
5: It's that high, huh, Roberto. It's
4: yeah. Wow. Uh, it's, uh, because we are an importing country. We are not an exporting country because we have 60, more than 60% foreign players playing. And if I make a question, how many Italian players are playing away of Italy? Not a lot. But, but tell me how many.
3: Roberto, but I want to ask you this, yeah. uh, uh, if, but that's the case with uh, France, that's the case with Germany, that's the case with England and Spain. The, probably the percentage of foreign players in those countries are just yes, as high.
4: Yes, but uh, we. I was saying uh, the second the teams playing in Serie C... In Italy now, and just one club will do it, Juventus, just one. But in France, in Spain, in Germany, they have this rule of this tournament from 20 years.
6: Now, Roberto, do all the Italian teams have uh, um, an academy, each team, or is it, uh, it is like
4: that? Everyone, everyone. Everyone, and the starting moment is uh, from eight years old. And don't forget that all the, the, the big clubs, they have uh, uh, 3,000 eyes uh, looking mm. around, uh, not just in the I- in Italy. Yeah. Even the under-17 of Juventus yesterday mm. is not an Italian team. An Italian boy plays, they have... Some players arriving from outside of Italy. That's, uh, that's but it uh, is, is how the, the world of football is moving now. So can a, a Canadian
6: kid go to uh, Juventus and train there to be selected and into the academy?
4: That, that's for sure. If if they are able, yeah. they, they can. Of if course.
3: If I were if I were Juventus yesterday, I mean, man, these is a bit older, but uh, I would have looked at two, three of our boys. That I think are very capable to be playing in that it system. Bring them over. The problem, Naz, uh, to 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 answer your question, is uh, is uh, the nationality. And uh, if they're not Italian citizen, uh, some, like Roberto said, we Juventus got a Paraguay. They got somebody from Paraguay. Belgium. They got somebody from Belgium. But they're European Union and the Paraguayan boys got an Italian nationality. So our Canadian boys are going to Europe, some of them the better ones, if they have uh, a dual citizenship. Uh, it's easy, I think, to develop, but as I said, we are doing it within now with our professional clubs are doing a good job to develop.
2: And I have to ask the question, and this is a threshold question, and, um, you know, we've been, you know, obviously, the Azzurri has been part of our heart and soul, basically since the day we were born. and. You know, I lived and died the Azudi in 1970. Uh, the Azudi historically have been part of some of the great soccer, and football matches of all time. Uh, the 1970 against West Germany in Mexico considered the greatest football match of all time, four to three mm-hmm. in, in overtime. And of course, uh, there was the '78 team, which was a great team. Uh, there was the '82 team. There was the '94 team. It was the 06 team, and there's all kinds of other teams that we can talk about. Italian soccer players have been part of uh, football history. I've always said the soul of soccer resides in Italy and Brazil. And Roberto, I, you know, and I know we, we, we can sort of analyze, but um, I just get the sense that Italian soccer is not in a very good place right now. Um uh, now we have had periods in, in Italian soccer where we've gone up and down. Yep. Okay. Um, give me some hope. Give <laughs> Give me some hope because I don't. No. Quite frankly, I don't see the level of world class Italian soccer players that I've seen in the past. Th- you what know. Ha- am I? Has something happened? And if it has, is it reversible?
4: Yeah. He, we hope that could have a, a, a different phase, uh, the, the, the second phase, but uh, as I was saying, maybe you need, you need um, sometimes, you need times, uh, even for Mancini, Mancini is working with the players that uh, he has now, he's not working about what will be the players from five, six years from now. It is it is uh, on the under 14, 15, 16 that the Italian Federation, the Italian clubs, they have to work. And it's not just a question that Italy won in uh, 82 and then 2006. Even Brazil is not winning every time, but uh, they had uh, up and down, No, it's sure. uh, it's a question of how the, the world is moving, Spain uh, was important this time. Okay. Spain was there but at the end of the story was out uh, on the competition so um, unfortunately but we have to you know uh, you have to say we have to work we have to to do to, to improve our style of uh, teaching and so on. But you need, you need time.
5: It's, you know, I've heard this before. You you hear uh, Jose Marino say that, uh, you know, the, the, the World Cup soccer is not the same as club soccer. He prefers club soccer. It's much better. The coaches work a long time with the same team. The World Cup teams have to come together, in a, you know, infrequently. And, uh, and so, uh, just to to um, maybe an addendum to uh, uh, to Walter's question is uh, uh, how how can we how how can Italy for instance as an example uh, ensure that uh, that Italians are difference makers in their Serie A instead of just uh, carrying the water. You know what I mean? In, in the past we had the Paolo Rossi, we had Roberto Bettega, we had uh, Baggio, we had the, uh, Del Piero, all of these, they, they were stars, they were world, world stars. Uh, I think what Walter is saying is, where's, where is our next world star here?
4: Uh, but, you know, uh, don't forget that even, okay, I, I go back, uh, Roberto Bettega was not a production, Roberto Bettega or Paolo Rossi of the national team was a product of, of the, the club the club yeah <laughs> the national team is collecting what the club is doing right don't forget that the, for the coach of the national team he has during the year maybe four or five times where he has the players for four or five days exactly how can or what can he do But the
3: question is, Roberto, sorry, the question, though, is, I know what you're saying, and I have my take about why the fail of Italy. First and foremost, I think we fail because we... Because we had a, an incompetent coach. I think with any other coach, not Ventura, Italy uh, would have qualified. we would have qualified against Sweden. Okay. I'm convinced of that. But having said that, though, there is Walter's point is very well taken, and Bobby. Because right now, I'm looking at Serie A, and who's the star? I mean, we know Croatia's got uh, Modric and uh, Ronaldo, and uh, then you got... The, but who's Italian soccer... Stand figures out. stand out, out right now. There isn't, there isn't anyone, world-class yeah. Italian player. I mean, uh, Insigne, is it? Is he the one?
4: No, but, you know, it's, it's a question that, uh, going back, even, let's say we were talking about Juventus, the, uh, the colonna vertebrale in, in Italia of Juventus was four Italian players, Buffon, Chiellini, Bonucci, Barzagli, together means 150 years old. (laughs) I mean, we need the change of generation of these players. And uh, it's not so easy, and this is not a question of the coach of the national team. The the, the program of the federation related to the Centri Federali and the second division, uh, the second teams playing, uh, is... uh, they are thinking about the future, but it's impossible to do it. We'll do it in a couple of years. Yeah, um, and the players that Italy has, uh, we know.
3: Yeah, yeah. We but know. we had the Baggio, we had Del Piero. You know, before that there was Bettega, there was Totti. Now Del Piero is no longer Totti. We know just retired. We don't really have an Italian is there, superstar. Is, is there a right? striker there?
4: Talk on, on uh, read the 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 formations the, the the teams of it. Juventus of Milan of Inter yeah. of Naples the top of teams. Roma of Lazio. But, uh, and so what you, uh, you, you need, uh, you, you, need uh, you, you have to know a few languages. You know,
2: and I have to and I have to ask the question because you know you're absolutely right, Roberto. Um, the top players on our top teams, aside from the Juventus back. Yeah, uh, are, are not Italians. But but let's look, let's look at the other federations. Let's look at Spain. Let's look at England. They have top class, they have world class players from other countries in the world, but they manage to also create their own world class players. Um, France. And, just France. Yeah, uh, Germany. And, and, I, and Croatia
3: I, and, Croatia and you
2: know and, and I don't disagree it does, I you know I agree with you 100%. You don't develop a soccer player overnight. It's not hmm. going to happen. It's not going to happen next year. And and to Kadmness point, we didn't get that far from qualifying from the World Cup. Okay? We were one bad bounce. Yeah. And we would have been in the and World Sweden,
6: Cup. Sweden Sweden ended up in the okay? quarterfinals. And then
2: you make the World Cup, anything can happen. You know that, yes. right? I mean, we had we had uh when was when was the last euro that uh you know we you know you know italy has gone into competitions a couple of competitions suggesting yeah. that they had very poor teams and we ended up going to the final yeah. uh right and They're you know winning, the italians think, yeah, have a but, way of yeah, when they to get surprise, to the big show um but I have this, you know. I just, I just want to see the next Roberto Bette guy. I want, no, next yeah. I want to see the next Paolo Maldini. I want to see the next.
4: Yeah, but don't don't forget. If you go back to the winning team of the, the the Italian winning team yeah. at the World Cup. <laughs> The, the team was for six, seven players of the same club. Right. Now you don't have any more the group that is going to, because having six, seven but players from the, from the same team, it means that you are already a team. Yes. You well, don't because, need the time to work uh, to put. Uh, the, so,
5: but if, my question is, Roberto. It goes back to uh, it, soccer is 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 moving s- s- very quickly uh, towards uh, the focus on Champions League. Champions League, the money making machine that it is. For every four years, every two years, there's a, a national uh, yeah, a national right. championship that that is there. But uh, but teams or like countries, what is the national federation doing in Italy about in trying? to... To get it more Italians on, on, on in the programs of the big clubs, you know, if these it's, if the Italians cannot get, uh, you know, get uh, you know these these jobs uh, in uh, Juve, Roma, Milan, Inter, uh, etc., then, uh, then then it's a problem. Then oh, it's a problem.
4: It's a, it's a problem. As we were saying that uh, you need time. Don't forget that you have uh, some laws that are not uh, soccer laws. The libera circolazione. Of the lavoratori in Union Europea, yeah. the free circulation of the workers yeah. in the U- European Union is not a, a soccer law, and it so in, the, that law means that you can buy w- whoever you want all the yeah. players in the community, and nobody can say it. And <coughs> I was saying before, the Ita- Italy is a buying company, is not a, a selling company, Roberto. because uh, our players are not going away. And, and anyway improve okay Spain was good and and plus yeah. Spain had Ronaldo had the Messi from other countries and so it was making the, the Spanish league and the Spanish team and the Spanish national team was special but it, now we are under work and we have to make a good work
6: where are the strikers in, uh, in the Italy system because you guys have named all the past guys like yourself but there was not one striker um, but well, I said
3: in senior but, in but, they, but they didn't and, put him in the game and, and, <laughs> and against Sweden uh, that's why I say he was incompetent <laughs> against Sweden we have we, sco- yeah, we yes. are milano we have to score in in, in yeah. senior best Boy, forward yeah is not so uh, I believe, believe that we one, but right? you know what the no, reality is uh,
2: they shouldn't have been in that position
3: no. No. You,
2: you put yourself in, in that position and well, you accept but they, the consequences they, they, fairness, <laughs> though,
3: but what in all fairness they, they, had, uh, they had Spain that won that group so, yeah, of course and yeah. Italy unfortunately I don't think we were at that level of Spain but we surely should have been Sweden with, well we because, used to
2: up until about 15 years ago we used to beat Spain all the time they yeah, could never beat Italy but, right
3: no, but, <laughs> it's a generation like Roberto <laughs> said though it's a generational thing
2: anyways we, we've got five minutes left I, I just there's there's one one thing i always do i always when we get a special guest like you roberto Thank we've you. we've interviewed uh some of the greats in hockey some of the greats in football and i always and i always take this opportunity to ask this question of of the greats who was your hero who was your soccer hero when you were growing up
4: <laughs> well, I, okay um don't forget uh, I well, my first day in Juventus was in 1960 and was the time uh, of uh, Sivori Charles uh, Okay and so my my dream uh, was uh, Omar Sivori Okay Omar Sivori, of Juventus of course, of course. and uh, Walter was mine too by the way <laughs> <laughs> And don't forget that when I I I I, I was a, a manager of Juventus Omar Sivori was our uh, 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 r- responsible for the South American market. And so having or working together with my idol, idol. <laughs> was something special. But of course, you know, the fantasy was the fantasy of this guy uh, and the, his style of game that was a, a special style special. and that, that was... Totally different from me, you know. I was not uh, saying I want to be Sivori because I it was, it was impossible, but it was Omar.
2: Another question I've asked both of you guys on the show. I always ask this question, too. Who's the greatest player you ever played against and the greatest player you ever played with?
4: Shirea. Played
2: with? With. In Juventus and in Nationale.
4: <laughs> yes, but uh, not just about the player, about the The men. Okay. And against, uh, it was easy to say maybe Pelé or Maradona. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. or, Cruyff. Uh, or Cruyff. Or Cruyff. Uh, no, Cruyff, no I, I don't want Cruyff because I have lost the Champions League final <laughs> against Cruyff. So
2: Wait, I it, Ajax. Uh,
4: uh, yeah, it's in Belgrado in 1973. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, but, you know, it's, uh, don't forget that uh, even the, the, the possibility of playing against... The other players, especially South American, in my times was so short, was so little because the competition were different. Even The, the Champions League was a smaller competition. The, so, but, you know, of course, when you're talking uh, and they know very well what uh, Pelé is. <laughs>
2: and uh, we've yeah. only got uh, two and a half minutes left and I have to talk about this. Um, uh, because this is this is when I fell in love with Roberto Bettiga, the soccer player. It was 1978. It was the World Cup in Argentina. It was the World Cup, and we chatted about it earlier. You were voted one of the top 11 at that tournament, and there's a goal that I posted on, on Facebook. Of course, that was the magical goal you scored against Argentina. And Italy was the yeah. only team that beat Argentina in that yeah. tournament, and Argentina ended up beating the Dutch in, in overtime in the final. And it was, it was a magical goal. It was a combination between you and Paolo Rossi, uh, and it's on YouTube. But, you, know, you can find everything. It was The ball was thrown in, and it came in, and, and, and Paolo just sort of backheeled it and you split the Argentinian defense and you put the ball in the corner. I get excited just repeating this guy, sorry. Uh, and and you were voted one of the top players of that tournament. And that and we talk about the development of soccer. It was that tournament that won the nineteen eighty two cup because you introduced so many players. That was a changing of the guard in Italian soccer. Um, it's a tournament you almost you could very well have won, but for the fact that uh, you, if you had a, f- and I don't want to get into the details of it, but your recollections of that tournament, uh, Roberto. Uh,
4: no, I think that they won the eighty-two for two reasons, two main reasons. Uh, first, Berzot had a different style of approach, uh, physically. The team, in Argentina, our start was. Uh, t- uh, Perfect because we know we had a, a very strong uh, group uh, and so we were uh, Argentina, French uh, and so on. we had to win and we, we had a, a, a very strong start. In Spain they did the, in a the different way. They had a bad start with trade rules, the first three games uh, with the, and then they oh, they jump. Second and most important is that uh, from 78 and 82 I was not there. And so they won the cup.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I doubt, The only reason, to be fair, Roberto, you would have been there in 82. You would have won the cup, but you tore up your knee in, I think it was November. And you weren't, for, for injury reasons, you weren't know, able to play. Anyways, unfortunately, Roberto, we, uh, we've we run out of time. Naz, I always give you the last word.
6: Well, I remember 1982 like it was yesterday, and that was the biggest party ever. Yeah when Italy won the World Cup. I I saw the
2: pictures. I saw the pictures. Best party in the history of Toronto.
6: Just like to uh, say my condolences to Kurt Walker, who passed away uh, a couple of days ago. He was on our show about a month ago, uh, former hockey player, and uh, rest in peace, Kurt.
3: Um, Carmine. Thank you, Walter, and now... Please uh, come and watch uh, the games it's tomorrow, tomorrow Because it would be great soccer tomorrow
5: Roberto, two seconds Oh, I agree with Carmen uh, Under-17 tournament it's, uh, it's, If you love soccer, come and see it Roberto Bettiga questo uh, Grazie per questa
2: visita C'è stato una mattina molto speciale Grazie
4: It's a pleasure. Talking about soccer, it's a pleasure.
2: To all our listeners, I hope you enjoyed this special soccer show, especially talking to three soccer legends. Uh, We certainly enjoyed it. Have a fantastic week. Be safe. Thanks so much for listening.
0: This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.